Welcome in to another episode of the Balls, Buckets, and Bowl podcast. I am joined by Eric Stairs for a March Madness tournament bracket breakdown. How's it going, Stairs? It's going well. We are uh, at the time of year where March Madness can can move us right into baseball season, and then we're golden for six months. Yeah, I kind of like this uh, this couple weeks too because I mean you have the Masters that's not yet here. Obviously, yeah, baseball is coming up basketball and hockey are still about a month away from the playoffs so i I like this uh, tournament to kind of bridge the gap there if you will so we'll get going here pretty quickly because we got a lot of stuff to break down slash talk about um for this podcast we will lean on mr sir eric stairs's uh college basketball expertise um and i'll be kind of trying to provide a little more game theory perspective and uh, strategy uh, for those picking their uh, tournament brackets out there and their larger uh, group pools. So anything you want to say right off the bat stairs before we kick it off in the East? Uh, the only thing I have to say is if you take my advice and you get something incorrect, then uh, you can direct all uh, negative feedback to Siv Amanda, just because why not? I agree. So off the top, I think you should look at what group you're entering if you are trying to win uh, your bracket. So if you're in a large, like massive, you know, 100,000 plus uh, tournament bracket group, you're going to need to make some pretty drastic decisions in or if you truly do want to get first. If you're – and it's pretty rare, but people do do it. If you're in a bracket that's just with one or two people, you really don't need to take many chances and that should be obvious, but I think you know people get a little lost when they're making their tournament uh, bracket because they know, oh, a lot of five seeds get upset by twelve. You need a seven over a ten over a seven, eleven over six, you know, et cetera. But you have to just remember the size of the pool you're in because it can drastically determine exactly how many risk you really need to take if you to get your best chance at coming out on top. So. With that in mind, we will start in the East. We have Duke versus the 16 play-in winner. It is either the North Carolina Central Eagles or the North Dakota State Bison. Stairs, I don't think uh, we should spend too much time here. I like the Blue Devils. We can break them down a little uh, better probably when we get deeper into the bracket, but anything you want to add? No, of course not. We were speaking. You were speaking about theory, though, and uh... – we now know that a 16 seed is going to beat a one seed at least once every season. So I don't think it's here, though. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Number eight, VCU versus the UCF uh, Central Florida Knights. Um, coming in at the eight and nine seeds, respectively. Guard Marcus Evans leading the Rams in scoring and guard B.J. Taylor leading the Knights in scoring. Anything you have here, Stairs? I mean, these are pretty much a coin flip games. Uh, in terms of – they don't even really count as upsets. Yeah, I definitely agree that there are always coin flips. The tournament committee does a pretty good job of um, always setting really even matchups. Um, I'm going to go with UCF here, though. Whenever Texas played against VCU, we lost, but that team was pretty futile, to tell you the truth. Um, and if you look futile against Texas, then you're probably not that good. And I like that uh, really tall guy from UCF. He's so huge. Taco Fall. Oh, he's great. He's 7'6". So uh, UCF uh, beat Houston there at the end of the season. So I I think that UCF is the move here. They do have better points per possession, effective field goal percentage, and a lower turnover percentage. Um, I will agree with you. You know, we kind of didn't really even establish our rules, but I would say I think me and you can probably come to a pretty good consensus on our picks uh, when making this BBB podcast bracket. Maybe I'll get a a group together. We will see, but we will move on the UCF uh, Knights. Moving on to the five versus the 12, we got the Mississippi State Bulldogs versus the Liberty Flames, five versus the 12 seed. Um, The Bulldogs come in. Uh, with their leading guard, Quinn Dury Witherspoon. Is that right, Stairs? Good enough for me. So this is probably the first uh, real 
game theory kind of decision you have to make because a lot of people think that or a lot of uh, statistics show that basically one of the four 5v12s will likely get upset. Um, now, the win clip on them is a little less than 25%. It's more closer to like 12 or 13. So I actually think it's probably if you're in a smaller group, like 10, 12, 20 people, you should actually probably just pick every 5C to advance. But if you're truly trying to get the perfect tournament, you at least got to take one of these. With that said, I think I'll still lean Mississippi State here. Um, I think they'll be able to physically abuse the Liberty Flames and uh, they'll literally won't be able to slow down the game uh, enough that it would matter. Um, anything you want to add, Stairs? No, I like Mississippi State too. Uh, the SEC was a gauntlet this year and they were they were 10 and 8, but if you could come out of that conference with uh, a, an over 500 record, then I think you're a pretty good team. And they made it to the right. tournament semifinals. Oh, and as an aside, throughout this, I put a big amount of bias in the way that teams have played during their conference tournament. Um, so I'm definitely always going to lean toward teams that have had success in the past few games. Got to love those biases. Moving on, number four, Virginia Tech versus the St. Louis Billikens. I don't know what a Billiken is, but I know that they're the 13 seed stairs. Where are you looking at here? Yeah, once you cross that threshold between the five twelve game to the four thirteen, it just feels so much less winnable for the lower seed. I'm, I think Virginia Tech is good. Um, I think that they they remind me a lot of LSU in that their team just has a lot of goons, a lot of athleticism, big guys, fast guys. So yeah, I think Virginia Tech is going to win this game and maybe a couple more. I believe they get guard Justin Robinson back. For the tournament as well, which will probably help them out. Yeah, no. we will move. We will advance the number four seed, Virginia Tech Hokies. Moving on, we got the Maryland Terrapins versus another play-in winner. I believe it's either the Vermont Bruins or the Temple Owls. Stairs, where are you looking at here? Uh, obviously, I know you have an affliction towards Maryland for beating uh, UT in football over the past couple of years, but what about basketball? Hey, there's no shame in losing to a powerhouse like Maryland. Um, I never was – I was actually surprised that Maryland was such a high seed. Um, I never was was quite impressed with their product. So I'm going to actually pick the winner of this play-in game. I like the winner of the play-in games because, again, they're they're hot. They they just pulled off a big win. So I think that the winner of Belmont and Temple is actually going to win this game. Well, and Maryland seems pretty – all over the place and inconsistent and i usually like to kind of pick on those teams in the tournament because they get exploited at some point so you know and that's a you know to take it back again to game theory perspective uh, when you advance when you advance a lower seed which you get because this is our first uh, real upset so far that we're picking uh, what you got to keep in mind is what are you sacrificing from not picking that favorite and to me you're exactly right i don't really see maryland you know being consistent enough to win even two games in this tournament. So I think I'd rather play the, the, you know, the lesser known team who's going to have way less people on them. Um, and it's going to be, it's going to be a good leverage spot because I would be willing to bet people are going to pick Maryland at a 60, 70, 80% clip. So when you pick an upset like this, you're getting a large leverage over the field, which can help you down the road. And we saw this last year when we picked our, um, what was it? The Loyola, Loyola. Uh, yeah, Chicago. Chicago. And that was a good one because we had them going all the way to the final four and no one else did. So, all right, we'll move on. The play-in winner. I think it might be Temple, but we will see. Uh, number three, LSU versus number 14, Yale Bulldogs. What do you think in here, Steers? LSU. LSU is cold. So they, they recently had some drama with their coach um, and there was a little bit of of skepticism about them for a little bit, but they came out the next couple games and played like rock stars uh, and I've liked them all season. So no, no, no upset here. Really quick. um, The seed difference, number three seeds win at a 93% clip. I'm surprised that low. Yeah. And then uh, number six seeds versus number 11 actually only win at a number at a 66% clip. So, this is kind of what I was talking about. I actually think Maryland will probably be an 80% or so favorite amongst the field. 
And if you just take a, you know, just a normal uh, projection of this 66%, then that's at least, you know, 10, 14% uh, of a, of a gap that probably shouldn't be there. So um, moving on to Louisville versus the Minnesota golden Gophers seven versus a 10 seed Louisiana favored by five points in this game. Where are you looking here stairs? This one was really hard for me. Um, I, I'm still in flux about it, but you sound in flux. Your <laughs> movement. Yeah, I was. I was thinking. Um, so it, it's always better to pick a team that plays in the better conference. And in my opinion, Louisville's conference was was stronger, and they were tested probably more often throughout the season. Um, it, but again, it feels like these seven ten games are almost just as much of a toss-up as the 8-9 games are. Yep, these seven seeds only win at about a 58% clip. So if you with, think... I'm going to go with Louisville. You know, and that's the thing, too. I, I tend to agree with you. Like, they do play in a tough conference, and they have shown some pretty big upside. And, you know, just kind of looking at the rest of this field, right? Like, so far, at least, you know, these in the this half of the bracket for the East... We have, you know, the play-in winner going, the LSU winner going. So, you know, either one of these two are going to have to play uh, Michigan State, which is a pretty powerful team. So I don't think there's too much risk here from if you were to pick the upset. But I do like Louisville going on, and I think actually, uh, you know, I think they actually probably take care of them here. So I will go with Louisville too. Um, Let's go ahead and move on to Michigan State versus number 15, Bradley. Um, I don't think we need to spend too much time here and go ahead and advance the Spartans. Yep. What's the win for 15 and two? It was a 98% clip that the number two seed wins. The last one, I believe, was that Duke upset a couple years back. Mercer. Yeah. All right, Steers, which uh, you wanted to go to the West or the South next? Let's do the South. Okay. Oh, that might be a little bit of an issue for me. Okay. Um, we can do the West. You want to, can we, okay. Uh, yeah. If we can do the West. Yeah, let's go. I'm ready. All right. Moving on to the West. Number one, Gonzaga versus uh, play-in winner. Uh, looks like Dickinson is projected uh, to come out of there. Uh, I don't think we need to spend too much time. Uh, nope. <laughs> uh you know what's funny is uh, they haven't updated. I don't think they've updated the seed difference, or maybe they just rounded up because they still show a hundred percent of number one seeds win. So interesting there. Number eight Syracuse versus number nine Baylor Bears. Big first uh, Big Twelve school I be- school I believe that we've encountered Dares, which I know you have an affection for. Um, what are you thinking here, <laughs> Baylor? And I say that for no other reason that I've watched them. It seems like a lot of the games that they lost throughout the season were whenever they were a little bit shorthanded. For example, Mackay Mason missed a little bit of time there in the middle of the season. They they suffered uh, that loss to Texas whenever he was out. Um, so I, I haven't spent a great amount of time watching Syracuse this year, but I just think that Big 12 teams are typically tougher the numbers look pretty much like a toss-up. Um, Syracuse has a win over Duke, but um, if you can convince me that Syracuse is going to win, I'm all ears. Well, uh, they, they, they do have simulations uh, showing up here that have them at a 63% win uh, probability. But to your point, I think a lot of people probably saw that win versus Duke and immediately just think of that when they think of Syracuse. So, you know – this is the closest one in terms of historical seed difference. 51% of eight seeds win versus 49 for the nines. It was pretty much a coin flip. Um, in terms of just kind of offensive stats, Baylor is leading in points possession, leading in effective field goal percentage, leading in offensive rebound percentage. Um, pretty close in turnover percentage and compared to Syracuse. So I actually kind of agree with you that I think I like the Baylor Bears here, and I'm counting on a lot of people to remember that Duke win uh, and people to pick Syracuse so that way hopefully the Baylor Bears come in at a lower ownership percentage than probably what their win probability is. 
Moving on, and I was kind of had this one pegged, and I'm curious with what you see. We got the Marquette Golden Eagles versus the Murray State Racers. Another five versus a 12 seed. What are you thinking here, Stairs? Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Um, I, I tend to hearken back to Steph Curry's magical run in the tournament, whatever year that was. And you see what one player can do for a team. And Ja Morant is that kind of player. He's projected to be a lottery pick. This guy's the real deal. And um, and I know that that Marquette has Marcus Howard, who's I think the second leading scorer in the tournament, right behind Ja Morant. So again, I think it's going to be a very close game. But I want to I want to pick this one as uh, a five twelve upset. I know you said probably just go with all the fives, but I've never, ever watched a tournament where no 12s win. So I think. Well, it's it's more just if you were going to play in a group of like 10 or so, I would suggest just picking the five seeds because missing out on one of them could probably cost you more than gaining on the others. But if you're playing in a large group, you're going to have to take chances where you're not going to get, you know, be in the top. You're just going to be, you know, you might be a 60%, even 70% bracket, but no one really cares about those. You want to obviously win. So, you know, and I agree with you. This is a perfect example of a 512 seed, which, yes, you're right, that they they win at about a 27% clip. Um, so there's about, about a quarter of the time that the 12s would beat the fives. But the key thing also for, for me is that, Marquette, I think people at least know of the school versus Murray State. I mean, I've never, you know, unless it wasn't for that player like you mentioned, I probably wouldn't have ever heard of this school. So this is a classic one where I think that the ownership on Murray State probably comes in lower than that 25, 27% uh, mark and probably comes in closer to like 10 or so, which gives us a good amount of value on them. So I agree with you. That'll be our next big upset, the Murray State over Marquette. Moving on to the four versus the 13, the Seminoles versus the Vermont Catamounts stairs. What do you got here? For as much as I love the name Catamounts, I got to go with Florida State. Uh, I wanna, I'm want i going to group them in with teams like Virginia Tech and LSU. And whenever I watch them, I'm just overwhelmed by their athleticism. Uh, and I think that those are things that translate pretty well to the tournament. So I don't uh, – and Vermont's resume doesn't look particularly strong. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock with FSU here. All right. Moving on to your favorite Buffalo Buff Chick Stairs versus the Arizona State um, Seminoles or the St. John's – what was their mascot? The Red Storm. Oh, Red Storm. Love it. I love it too. I don't even know what it is, but it sounds dangerous. Yeah, yeah. I always do a mascot bracket with one of my friends, and if St. John's is in the tournament, they pretty much go all the way. <laughs> you, but anyway, buff, buff here. I think that they're better than a six seed. Um, they just play in a smaller conference, so they're not going to get as much credit. But this is a team that, geez, whenever you saw them lose, it was – really surprising so um they you know we saw them beat arizona last year it's always good to have uh some players that have have played on teams that have won in the tournament so i like i like buffalo here even though those other two opponents are pretty good for a play-in game yeah they are and that is a kind of little worrisome but um we will go ahead and advance the Buffalo Bulls. Moving on, another Big 12 team, the Texas Tech Red Raiders versus the North Kentucky Norse. Um, the Raiders come in favored by 14 points. You going to spend much time here, Stairs, or do you want to go ahead and advance no. them? <laughs> nope. Yes, I do want to advance Tech. They're very, very, very good. That's what I figured. All right, Nevada Wolfpack, number seven, versus the Florida Gators, number 10. Nevada favored by two points, pretty close spread. This uh, seven versus a t- uh, 10 seed difference, the seven wins at about a 58% mark versus uh, the, f- the 10 seed winning at about a 42%. Um, 
simulations have them coming in at around a 55% chance of winning. So it's actually a little lower than the uh, C difference would suggest. Uh, what do you think about this matchup? I think that this is a matchup that Texas should have been in. Um, <laughs> but I'm going to go with Nevada. They, they have some really dang good players. And again, another example of a team that's, whose seed is affected negatively by their conference. And they did lose uh, a couple of games late in the season after starting really, really hot. But I do not think that Florida is as strong as a lot of the other SEC teams that are in this tournament. So I'm not going to allow that to, to bias me here. I'm going to, I'm going to stick with Nevada. All right. We're going to advance Nevada. I'm going to go ahead and uh, pick up the pace here and automatically advance Michigan. If you're cool with yep. it. Yep. All right. Now moving on to the South, Virginia Cavaliers versus the Guard Web Running Bulldogs. Think they blow it again two years back to back, Steers? No, no. What was the what was uh, UCMB, UC, whatever, the team that beat them last year? What was their mascot? Like the Terriers? Yeah, I think that's right. That's we, got some, we got another dog in here, but I think they'll, they'll uh, domesticate them this time. Oh, God. All right, number eight, Mississippi, Ole Miss, excuse me, versus number nine, Oklahoma Sooners. Um, eight, for the eight, eight versus a nine seed. Got any lean here, Steers? These two teams seem pretty middling. Yeah, I think that Ole Miss is going to win the game. Oklahoma has flashes of brilliance, but we just saw them lose to West Virginia in the Big 12 tournament and Jeez, I mean, I know Texas Tech did too, but uh, West Virginia is not a very good team, and I think that um, Brady Manick and and uh, Christian James for OU are really good. But again, I like Ole Miss's athleticism. I think they'll they'll come out with it, even though the numbers probably have Oklahoma winning. They actually have the simulation. Shows uh, Ole Miss winning uh, 62% of the time. Okay. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. I don't see Virginia losing to either of these teams anyways. So, Moving on, number five, Wisconsin versus number 12, Oregon. I think I refuse to pick any Pac-12 team this year uh, because of, of uh, Arizona last year. Yeah, DeAndre Ayton. I Fox just – just said that I think that teams that played well in their conference tournament have a have a high chance of winning, and Oregon State that's going or Oregon that's the only reason they're in the tournament. So, so yeah, go Wisconsin. Ian Happ is a legit player. Kansas State versus UC Irvine. I don't think we need to spend much time here. No, I think the Wildcats probably take care of them. Versus the the, the Ant Eaters. Um, the simulation actually has them only at a 63% chance of winning the game. The seed difference for a four versus a 13 is an 82 versus an 18. So it's actually a pretty remarkable difference in, you know, what the simulation says versus the seed difference. Yeah. So, I want to, I want to pick Irvine, you know, you know, and, and now that I think about it, if we are trying to yeah, truly go for this top spot, this is one of those spots where, one of these is more, you know, obviously everyone's got their five versus 12, versus 12. We already have a couple already, but this is likely one that a lot of people won't have. And looking how Kansas State, this is a pretty big gamble, Sears, because I actually think if they take care of them, they could go kind of far in this side. But um, do you think that they could make it to the Elite Eight? I mean, I think they, they could handle either Wisconsin or Oregon for sure. I do too. I think. And, I think Irvine's going to win the next game also. All right, let's go ahead and advance the Anteaters. Why not? This will be our uh, Loyola Chicago for okay. this year, won't it? I want to offer a slight uh, juxtaposition to your theory about p- picking what's statistically likely. And it's more fun to pick the lower seeds. Just It just is. Especially yeah. when – and I, I think that this is just one of the most fun four days – Oh, it's one of the best, yeah, sports stretches of the year. Number six, Villanova versus the number 11, uh, St. Mary's Gales. Who you got, Stairs? Uh, this is a tough one. I I feel like you have to go with Villanova just because of experience. I know that they lost their two best players. Um, Villanova did, but 
They, they have been playing better throughout the season. They started a little rough, uh, but they've, they've managed to, to fight back and, and look like a team that has potential to do, a dam- do some damage in the tournament. So I'll go, I'll go with Nova. Yeah, the one worry thing is they are pretty weak in defense, ranked 142nd in that category. So, um, Well, again, I, I'm not opposed to picking St. Mary's either because all we, right. we literally saw that they can beat the best of them. Let's go ahead and advance, advance St. Mary's. Get another yeah. one in there. Works number three, Purdue versus number four, 14, Old Dominion Monarchs. I don't think I'll spend too much time here. and go. Ahead. I don't think I'll probably pick many one or two or three seeds or any, excuse me. I did. Uh, I think it, my bracket. No. Number seven, Cincinnati versus number 10, Iowa Hawkeyes. The Bearcats coming in. Doing pretty well in offensive rebounding, uh, top 20 in that category. Um, the Hawkeyes seem to be pretty well at scoring top 40 in that category. What do you think here, Stairs? I like Cincinnati. Um, they're, they're coming in hot. You know, they just, they just pretty well smacked Houston uh, in the American Conference Championship game. They looked good. Um, and – there's something about those teams that are in the middle tier of the Big Ten that just turn me off. Teams like Iowa and Maryland, I just don't think they're that good because they get a lot of wins off of really weak teams that exist in the Big Ten. Going to go ahead and move on Cincinnati and moving on the Tennessee Volunteers. Yeah, get past yeah. the Colgate Raiders. I really like Colgate. But, Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm picking Tennessee, but I wanted – whenever I watched Colgate play, I was like, oh, I hope they're not a 15 seed or a 16 seed. But, yeah, I love Tennessee, so, yeah. All right, going to move on. Uh, UNC versus the Iona Gales. I think it's like, isn't that a, like a wind or something? How do you pick that oh, for your mascot? So a Gale would be – uh, a person of Gaelic descent, right? G-A-E-L as opposed to G-A-L-E. Or is Iona G-A-L-E? It's G-A-E-L. Yeah, it's, so is St. Mary's. It's like the, you know, it's a British person. It, all right. Number eight, Utah State versus number nine, the Washington Huskies. Uh, the uh, Utah State comes in favored in points in per possession, effective field goal percentage, turnovers, offensive rebounds, free throws per field goals attempted, every, pretty much everything uh, that I can look at, they are favored in. Um, spread has them favored by two points. Who do you like here? Who do you like? <sighs> I don't know. I I don't want to pick a I don't want to pick a Pac-12 team. It, I, 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 like just, I don't I don't I just don't want to do it this year. Arizona ruined it for me, and I I don't think I'll ever forgive <laughs> yeah, they, they were not a very good conference this year. Usually, you can count on a couple of those teams out there: L- or, uh, Arizona State and Arizona and uh, uh, UCLA to be pretty good, but not this year. Moving on, number five Auburn versus number twelve New Mexico State. Who you got versus in the Tigers versus the Aggies? Auburn. Yeah, Auburn. They were. They were kicking some butthole in their last few games, and they looked really good. So rock on. I'm going to go ahead and advance the uh, Jayhawks versus the Huskies. No no chance that even happens. Uh, this is an interesting one, and this might be probably the one most interesting one that we've encountered so far. The Iowa State Cyclones versus Ohio State Buckeyes, 6 versus 11. Iowa State had a pretty good Big 12 tournament, I would say so. Yeah. What, what, Who do you like in this one? Well, I like Iowa State, but what's your analysis? Well, the simulation has them winning at a 74% clip, which is pretty good considering the seed difference only has, um, you know, 66. Um, but so there is a decent gap there. And the, the, the other part of it, too, is I could just see a lot of uh, Ohio State fans just picking them just to pick them to be homers. And boy, there's a lot of Ohio State people out there. So this is another one where I think – just the school alone probably makes their ownership a little higher than it should be. And it's probably a upset that's picked on like a 30, probably closer to 
40, 45% mark instead of, uh, you know, more like 25, 30 or so. Right. I want to go pull up the, uh, the people's bracket as well so we can actually get the numbers of what people picked here. Yeah, I was I was trying to look for that as well. And I think it might I think they wait to till those play on games are done, but I could be wrong. So seventy one percent of people have picked Iowa State to win this game. Really? Okay, that's interesting because I thought it would have been way lower. And then just as an FYI, the other game that we talked about earlier, Marquette um, is only 58% against Murray State. So that's going to be a really, really popular 5-12 upset that you see. Interesting. So, yeah, the, the at least the public so far is not leaning the way I thought it would. Um, you know, in that case, uh, I mean, if, if, if Ohio State's going to be not that owned, it might be actually valuable to pick them. But, I mean, I mean to your point, I kind of weight these, these more recent games a lot higher than – you know, anything else. And Iowa State had a really good Big 12 tournament. Yeah, so. there are some games that I let the the numbers sway me a little bit because I might not know as much about the teams. But I just think that Iowa State is going to win this game. I yeah. think better than a six seed. Number three, Houston. I'm going to go ahead and advance them past the Georgia State Panthers. Yep. Number seven, Wofford Terriers versus number 10, Seton Hall Pirates. Stairs, I had a dentist appointment today. And while watching that dentist appointment, I saw a pretty good stat on the Wofford Terriers. It is their fourth appearance in the tournament, and they have yet to win a game. Okay. So with that stat, they are favored in pretty much every category that I'm seeing here. Points per possession, effective field goal percentage, turnover percentage. Offensive rebound percentage. Who do you like, the Terriers or the Pirates stairs? I like Wofford. I've liked Wofford all year. I wish that they had climbed to a six seed so I would have uh, less cognitive dissonance about having them win two games. But I, I think that they'll win this game. They're really good. Seton Hall definitely have, has played a tougher schedule, though. Yeah. Going to go ahead and advance the Kentucky Wildcats, and we will move on to the round of the 32. We can try to keep picking up the pace here, go a little faster. Um, Duke versus UCF. I think uh, those should be able to handle them pretty well. On a sidebar, I'd be curious to see what uh, how often fans have picked the Devils and the Tar Heels to win the championship. I'd be curious what the combined percentage is on that. I'd be – It's 53. I'll, I was – is it really 53%? Yeah. Yeah, 42 Duke, 11 North Carolina. As of this See, see and I and I, you know just before we pick it back up, I think that's a another interesting game theory way to go. I think a lot of people are going to have those two teams in the final four and it's not to say you shouldn't, but um you would pick you would gain a lot of leverage over the field should you have at least one of those teams falling out roughly early on. Yeah. Or even both not making the final four. Um, a lot of people's brackets will be hashtag busted if they don't. Yeah. With that said, I think they'll should be able to take care of the uh, UCF. Yes. Yep. No doubt. Mississippi State versus uh, Virginia Tech. Who do you want between the Bulldogs and the Hokies? I, versus a four. I want the Hokies. Um, it's. You know, these these five, four games are like as close as you really get to another version of the eight, nine game. Yep, and yep. The seed difference has them only winning 51% versus a 49. So yeah. pretty damn close. But, and again, I think this will be a close game because these two teams are really similar. Um, but I, I like Virginia Tech. I, it, it doesn't matter. I'm picking Duke to win the next game. So. <laughs> All right, Belmont versus – or sorry, Belmont or Temple versus LSU. LSU. Yeah, I wasn't going to spend too much time there either. Um, number seven, Louisville versus number two, Michigan State. Michigan State. Louisville beat Michigan State earlier in the year, but Michigan State is – geez, basically a one seed. They have them um, as a 82% chance to win this game simulation wise, which is uh, probably the biggest uh, 
percent chance I've seen since, you know, like a, a two versus a, a 15 or a three versus a, a 14. So they actually have the Spartans would have them heavily favored in this matchup. Number one, Gonzaga versus number nine, Baylor. Might have skipped around a little bit. Might have to adjust your screen. No, nope, I'm ready. Um, what do you think? Well, um, this would be a good chance to knock off one of the one seeds. If and I've know. always, I've always been skeptical about Gonzaga, but I'm not this year. I think that they're going to win this game. Moving on, the Bulldogs going to Murray State versus Florida State. A lot of states. Who do you want? Uh, in in my bracket that I'm going to submit, I have Murray State winning this game. But Florida State is almost certainly going to win. Um, they're again, very, very talented. They've been put through the gauntlet out there in the ACC. It's a, a, geez, a ridiculously deep conference. And, and they came out swinging i mean they made it to their conference championship game and lost to lost to duke it's not a lot of shame um but so i think the smart thing to do here is move florida state on but i'm not smart so no let's go with murray state here i mean we're not we're not trying to get a 60 percent, 70 percent bracket stairs right we're going, we're going for first here uh we need to make some chances so number six buffalo versus number three tech Oh man! You want your buff? You want your buff chick? No, no, I don't. No, no, no buff chick luck on this one. All right, we will move on. The Raiders, number seven, Nevada Wolfpack versus number two, Michigan Wolverines. A lot of uh, wolf wolves out here. Mm -hmm. Vicious animals. Yes. I'm not thinking too much about this one. I've got Michigan State moving on. Me either. Moving on the other side of the 32. Number one, Virginia versus number one, Ole Miss. I don't think this is much of a deal. Yeah, Virginia's out for blood this year. All right, number five, Wisconsin versus our 13th seed, UC Irvine, Ant Eaters. Do it. I'm doing it. (laughs) Going all the way, baby. Number 11, the St. Mary Gales versus the Purdue Boilermakers. This is one of those where I feel like this 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 kind of upset probably will happen somewhere around the field, yeah. and I and like this kind of just looks primed to to be to be true. So I'm down to go with the Gales if you are. Yeah, dude, I've, been, I've just been like I've been going with what I picked earlier. Really? And, yeah. Well, so last year I picked Buffalo and Marshall to be Arizona and Wichita State respectively. And I ended up changing them both. So this year, I've decided that I'm I'm gonna go with it. Like, stuff is gonna get wild in this tournament. It always does. So, I like it, it's just more fun. So, and I like St. Mary's. They're they're rolling. Let's go. I'm laughing towards the end of this 32. We got we're just some ashy Larrys over here. Nothing but chalk. Advanced every single favorite out of the. Um, I think that's what's what's a uh, UNC in? It's the is that the Midwest? UNC is Midwest. Yeah, yeah. yeah we advanced advanced every single favorite in there. So we have to, yeah, we got to take some shots. All yeah, right, and Tennessee. Oh, for I okay. Don't, I don't even want to talk about it. All right, fair enough. I don't even want to talk about UNC. How about that? Sounds good to me. Number five, Auburn Tigers versus the Kansas Jayhawks. The Jayhawks have seemed a little vulnerable this season. What do you think? I have no idea. Uh, Auburn's hot. Kansas made the conference tournament finals as well. Uh, But, I mean, they also beat Texas and West Virginia, two non-tournament teams to get there. So that is true. So Kansas definitely is vulnerable this year. They lost uh, Yudoka Azabuki, who got such a big difference maker for that team. So I'm cool with moving Auburn on here, but I wouldn't be surprised if Kansas wins because Kansas is one of those schools that is so well coached that anything can happen. Let's go Auburn. Moving on, number six, Iowa State versus number three, Houston Cougars. 
I want Iowa State. Me too. I like this. Uh, I just, again, the Big 12, I just love the competitiveness in the Big 12, and it it may be wrong and biased, but I, I think it's uh, it's good competition. So, all right, Stairs, your Wofford Terriers. Do you see them upsetting yeah. the Kentucky Wildcats? I would really love Wofford to win, but Kentucky, I think, is the real deal. So, I, I don't think that it's really going to be that close. <laughs> Or as much as I would like to say that it's going to be. All right. We are moving on Kentucky. Advancing now to the Sweet 16. Number one, Duke versus Virginia Tech. Um, To be honest, in my personal bracket, I will probably pick the Hokies to upset the Blue Devils right here. Not a bad bad pick. Um, I was kind of thinking through things throughout. (laughs) Good. Good alliteration there. Uh, but because I, I was trying to find somewhere that Duke can lose. Um, well, I think this is the spot, right? I mean, because most people are going to have them. I mean, again, if you're going to pick Duke to lose, I think it's probably best you pick it right around here because if you pick them to lose in the Elite Eight, you're not really gaining so much versus right. the field because, I mean, pretty much everyone's going to have them going to the Final Four. Or they advance past that, so another question. But you're, you, if you pick them to lose in the Elite Eight, you're only missing one game. Or right, you're only missing one game out of it. Let's see. So, um, <laughs> it looks like 83%, or no, excuse me, 94% of the people have picked Duke to beat Virginia Tech. Ninety-four percent. There we go. I think that's it, man. I mean, as, I, opposed, it, to, as opposed to eighty-three percent in the next round, so that's an eleven percent chance, or an eleven. You know, that's eleven. Percent. Yeah, exactly. Because like, if you had them upsetting them here, that's just only six percent of lineups will have that versus all the ones that I'm, I'm advancing. I'm going to pick Duke, but I don't see any reason Virginia Tech couldn't win this game. All right. So for the purposes of this lineup, let's go ahead and advance Virginia. Yeah, no, that's totally fine with me. Um, LSU Tigers versus Michigan State Spartans. I'm good with the Spartans here if you are. Yeah, me too. Gonzaga versus your your steers, Murray State Racers. Number one versus a number 12. This is it for Murray State, unfortunately. There. Cinderella story goes by. Yeah, yeah, that's the out, tells them to go that's home. home. You're drunk. Go to bed. Whenever you pick a team like that to move into the later rounds, you have to be 100% prepared for them to get thrashed at any point in time by a team like Gonzaga that really should thrash them. And I think they will thrash them. I think they'll thrash Florida State or Marquette. So, Number three, Texas Tech versus number two, Michigan. Like I want Texas Tech. You know, me too, but it's getting a little nervous. I mean, I guess I'm just not used not to seeing Tech. Enough. Well, no, it, it, no, we're – I mean, we're fine. It's just more that I'm just not used to seeing Texas Tech advance this far, I guess, is what I'm, is what I'm thinking. But with that said, yeah, they have played really well, and I think – I don't think – I think they have a more – they have a better strength of schedule than Michigan might have, so – I don't know. Um, number one, Virginia versus number 13, Anteaters. Virginia. Anteaters. <laughs> Kidding. Yeah, right. want the Anteaters, let's do it. No, 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 no. We got to get some one seats through here. I mean. They basically only lose to Duke. We only need to We only need to cut out like one of them really at this point in the sweet. sweet yeah, no, I, I, I have Virginia will you. So. All right, number 11, St. Mary Gales versus number two, Tennessee Volunteers. Want your I'm gonna get, no, I don't want my Gales. I want my Tennessee Volunteers. All right, UNC versus Auburn Tigers. This is a this is another one where um, if I wasn't going to go with the Virginia Tech upset over Duke, I'd pick the Auburn Tigers over the UNC right here. So I'll probably make another tournament bracket that's – Roughly the same with this exact uh, 1v1 decision made right at the step. But for the purposes of this, I think we've already picked a good, a decent upset in the Sweet 16, and we could advance the Tar Heels. What do you think? 
Yeah. No reason why they can't. Kobe White is such a fun player to watch. Yeah. yeah. Sure you watch North Carolina's games just. Yeah. Number six, Iowa State Cyclones versus the Kentucky Wildcats. Um, this would be a good chance to advance. Uh, I mean, we so far, the one dude concerning, we don't have a seed outside of the four right now going to the Elite Eight. This would be the one opportunity that we could have still to advance a lower-seeded team to go that far. Do you have the numbers for a simulation between these two teams? Yep, 72%. Chance you would win. win the C yeah. difference for this these two, which I think is actually interesting. Sixty three percent of the time, the two beats the six. That looks like not a good pick. Then, what? What's that? That would be I picking Iowa State seems a little bit irresponsible. Yeah. I I would agree, but I mean, I mean, twenty nine percent is not anything to you know scoff at. Like that's a very yeah. real to win a game against one of the best teams in the country. Yeah, I'm so just kind of looking back and seeing who he could like have even advanced this far, but you like the Cyclones? Sure. Let's do it. Get a little little lower seat in there. Not a full Cinderella, but uh, a little bit. All right, moving on to the Elite Eight, Virginia Tech versus Michigan State. Um, I like Michigan State here. Sure. I like Duke here, but (laughs) it's just so hard to pick against them. Like part of them is part of how good they are is painted by the media, which they're not unbeatable, obviously, but they're pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Number one, Gonzaga versus number three, Red Raiders. Um, This would be another good spot to knock off a one seed. I think the Raiders. I've I've got the Red Raiders in the final four. Okay. Yeah, and I think it's a good spot because, um, to your point, you know, you don't really trust the Gonzaga Bulldogs that much either. And I mean, even if we didn't have them going, you know, much further, we wouldn't miss out too too much, in my opinion. So, moving and on. Another, another reason is I also like to pick a team that I don't like to do really well in the tournament. So, like, oh, you I just like in my bracket. You hedge. Non- you hedge it out. Yeah. I like that. That's smart. Number one, Virginia Cavaliers versus number two, Tennessee Volunteers. Our only one versus two matchup so far. Well, here's the thing. So we probably need to move North Carolina in because I I have Tennessee in my bracket. I've liked Tennessee all year long. Grant Williams and Admiral Schofield are – something else um i'd be a little bit annoyed with it just because texas isn't in the field <laughs> uh, and seeing rick barnes go to the final four would be annoying uh but i i just like tennessee let's move them and then um i don't want to spend too much time on this i think our our cyclones gonna not go on yeah we need at least one one seed in the final four for goodness sake Moving on to the final four. And I think this is actually a pretty st- – uh, a stacked final four that's probably be a little lesser owned than what most people have. You know, most people are going to have some Duke in there, some Virginia in there, like you said, some, you know, uh, Kansas maybe even. But Michigan State, Tech, Tennessee, Carolina, I kind of like this. So we got Michigan State versus the Raiders here. I'm going to go with Michigan State, but – just as a quick aside to what you mentioned, um, the West is definitely the weakest uh, weakest set of 16 teams. So in terms of percent chance to win the tournament, um, Texas Tech and Michigan are both higher than one of the number one seeds that I saw earlier. Um it might. I don't think it's Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga has the second percent likelihood to win just because of how weak their uh, their road is. But that's just something to think about whenever you're filling out your bracket. But I'm going to pick Michigan State in this game. 
I like it. Number two, Tennessee versus number one, Carolina Tar Heels. From a, from a, like you said, from a outright winner perspective, what was it about close to sixty percent have either Duke or Carolina as the championship winner? Is that right? Fifty three. Fifty three. So over half the field stairs has Duke or North Carolina winning it all. Interesting. So talk about your volunteers. You said you liked them a lot. Well. <laughs> Sometimes your perspective of a team might get skewed by watching them play a few good games. And this team was so hot at the beginning of the year that, but but they were still underrated, even though they were ranked number one, it felt like people still felt that Duke was better. But I mean, and obviously we've seen that North Carolina is not infallible. We, we watched it firsthand whenever they lost to Texas. Yep. So I, I have Tennessee in my championship game. So I'm going to stick with it. But I also think that it might not be a terrible idea to put the team at the second highest percent chance to win. I mean, look, I, I mean, for me, it's just more if half the field's going to have these two teams winning it all, I'm just I'm not going to have them. Agreed. Uh, if, I mean, I, if I pick any other team, you know, the, the chances of people getting it right are so much lower. Let's go Tennessee. I like it. Yeah. All right, Stairs, Michigan State Spartans, Tennessee Volunteers, our final Tennessee. matchup. Tennessee. <laughs> I would have had to think a lot harder about it for other teams. And I and I love Michigan State. I love them. Um but hey, you know, I, I it was one of those things where early in the season, maybe maybe halfway through, I was like, I think that this team is, is going to win the national championship. And um, I might have to find a way to make it happen in my brackets. The way that I've got it charted out right now, it doesn't look like it's in the cards. Uh, but I'm, I'm all for Tennessee, baby. All right. We will ride the back of the basketball knowledge that is stairs. And we will pick the Tennessee Volunteers. That is saved. Bracket saved. I'm going to put that in a group. All right. Any um, general thoughts, Stairs, before we get out of here? No, just, you know, whenever you're listening to me talk about this, just understand how incredibly upset I am that Texas is not in the tournament. <laughs> yeah, that, that was, that's pretty bad, man. That's pretty bad. What a, what a buzzkill. But anyways – you know, just have fun whenever you're watching the games. That's the most important yep. thing. I would say, yeah, just, again, focus on how likely do you think this team wins and compare that to to Stairs' public bracket of how often they're getting picked to win. And if you see any major gaps there, there's just blindly pick the, the, the other way because more than not, that contrarian approach is gonna what's going to get you to the top of the bracket. Maybe not necessarily top half, but if you want to get to the very top, you got to make some contrarian decisions. So this podcast has already ran pretty long. We will end it at that. Stairs, anything, any last words before we get out of here? Cheers. Cheers. So for Stairs, for Joey, follow us on iTunes at the BBB Podcast, on Twitter at the BBB Pod. Leave us a good five-star review. We're close to 100, only a few more. I've been begging for a while now. We'll get it there eventually. Stairs, I'm Joey. See you later, folks. <laughs>